Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. How many are ready for a, a good Sunday morning and perhaps a miracle to take home in your life and family? Peter, chosen, thank you for coming. You honor us by coming. Thank you. Amen. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said we must preach together. Amen. In Africa, we preach preach together. When I say hallelujah, you say amen. Amen. When I say amen, you say hallelujah. You remember that? And, uh, before I preach or before I acknowledge of anything, I just want us all of us to stand up with our two feet, all of us to stand in our two feet. And uh, we lift up our hands before God for one minute and tell him, thank you because he's a good God. Just open up your voice and talk to God according to how the Spirit will lead you. You can tell the Lord, thank you. Please open up your voice and talk to God. It is not because we are good, that's why we are alive today, but it's because of the grace and the love of God upon our life. You can lift up your hands and talk to God. Come on, somebody, talk to God. Don't allow yourself to keep quiet. You can speak out to God. Maybe nobody told you that I love you, but Jesus is stretching the hands and saying, I love you. That's the reason why I went to the cross to pay the price. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice and talk to God. David says that if it was not the Lord who was on our side, when the enemy had attacked us, if it was not the Lord who was on our side, when the COVID-19 attacked, if it was not the Lord who was on our side, come on, somebody, you can tell the Lord, thank you. You can tell the Lord, thank you because of us being alive today. You can speak out and you say, it is not because of the mask, not because of the sanitizer, not because we kept a social distance. It is because of the love of God upon our life. Can you open your voice and talk to God? If I told you, speak in the Holy Ghost, you can speak in the new tanks and tell the Lord, I love you. God, we bless you. You are a good God. The devil is a liar because we are fulfilling the divine call on our life. We are fulfilling. We are going to live to tell of the goodness of the Lord in our life. We are going to live our life to the fullest because God is for us. We bless you, Jesus. You are Jehovah. Thank you for saturating us in your anointing. 
Thank you, God, for loving us. Thank you for the healing. There is the grace of healing taking place under this roof today. There is a power and anointing and angels, extra angels are being allocated here to perform miracle. You better believe in this God. Miracle is happening. Healing is taking place. Deliverance is taking place in the mighty name of Jesus. Angels are carrying on surgeries now. Angels are carrying on surgeries now. Oh, it's breaking every stronghold, every pain. Every pain in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Rakorobo Shikana Mazaya, Riparakopada Bashanda. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. The power is breaking the chains. The chains are falling. The chains are falling in the mighty name of Jesus. Shando robori rakantori baziba shanda daba katori bazaya ye prori kantori bashete de ketedi bakanto bozashanda in the mighty name of Jesus give God a mighty hand clap give God a mighty hand clap Amen we can we can get seated in the in the presence of the Lord Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> you can tell your neighbor, neighbor, tell your neighbor, neighbor, today is my miracle day. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, that report of a doctor is going to be null and void today because my miracle is taking place. Amen. Uh, I'm very, very humbled. I'm very, very humbled once again to stand before you. I'll try my best to simplify my English. You know, I'm, I'm not learned. Even I, I don't know how to communicate. It's by the grace of God. If at all it is through education, I wouldn't be here. It is by the grace of God. God bless you, Reverend uh, Larry, together with Pastor Grace. I love you. I always pray for you. When you're talking, I feel to cry because the gospel is free, but it's very, very expensive. The gospel is free. Yeah, even for me to, to come here, I, I tell my family you have to do away with some things, but I have to go to preach the gospel. Yeah, we can miss some things, we can miss some milk, we can miss some meat, but uh, if the gospel is to be taken to places, we have to go. Because when, when Jesus said that, uh, go ye to the nations and make disciples, he meant business. Yeah. Hallelujah. Jesus meant business. He didn't, he didn't expect of us that we can be limited by the crisis or by the pandemic. That is why I know in the name of Jesus, COVID-19 will fail. COVID-19 will die. And God will make some people to live in our midst to tell the generation 
that there is a miracle working God in our lives. And uh, if I can tell you, in Psalms chapter number 57 and verses number 1, uh, the Bible says that Psalms 57 chapter number 1, Have mercy on me, my God. I take refuge in the shadow of your wings until this disaster has passed. So even in the days of the Bible, there were pandemics and there were crises, but the men and women of God, they knew where to hide. When we hide in Jehovah God, when we hide that is why I'm, I'm quickening and raising an awareness to the missionaries that we are not going to be stopped again. We are going to reach out because the Bible says that the devil does not sleep and he does not slumber. He's looking for the next family that he can devour. He's looking for a young person who can, who can enroll in drugs. He's looking for another family that can separate. So it is our responsibility to hide ourselves in the grace. Because this pandemic will pass. This crisis will pass. Praise the name of the Lord. There are going to be a power that will preserve us. And I'm feeling an anointing under this roof that there are people who will live to testify of the blessings of God. They will live to tell a people there was something that came, but this disaster will pass and it will leave us alive. If you believe, you can say amen. amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The, 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 the Bible is very interesting and encouraging. I've not yet gone to my word. Numbers, chapter number 31. Numbers, chapter number 31 and verses number 48 to 49. The Bible says, Then the officer who had commanded the army went to Moses and said to him, Your servant have counted the soldiers under our command, and no one is missing. My God, hallelujah. You know, this was a time of battle. Where was that verse? It is Numbers, chapter number 31, Numbers 31 and 48. The Bible says that. After Moses ordered his command, Moses was the president and he told the commander, attack. Americans are very, very good at war. <laughs> Hallelujah. We normally read from the, from the news. We normally see how they evade to places when they are given a command. And the Bible says that Moses gave an order to the commanders to attack the Midianites. Because the Lord God had commanded. And the battle was very fierce. The battle was very, very great. Bullets and spears were, were running everywhere. 
But the Bible says it came a time where all of them retreated. They all came back. Some were leaning, but thank God they came back. Some had some casualties, but thank God they came back. But the Bible says that the commanders who are in charge of the battle were given an order to count on the armies. And they gave an interesting report that no one of our men are missing. Great verse. This is what I'm saying. This pandemic might have crippled your business, might have crippled your finances, might have limited you at some point. But let me tell you, you will give a report. You will give a report and say, no matter how the challenge was, but the Lord good God kept us alive. No one. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Bwana Sifiwe is praise the Lord in Swahili. In my village language. So when you when I when I miss when I forget English and I talk Swahili, I say Bwana Sifiwe, you say Amen. Bwana Sifiwe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Receive greetings from my family. Receive greetings from my wife. In Africa, we do this. When I say receive greetings, you do this way. I want to teach you Africa. Hallelujah. This is a greeting my wife told me when I come, I say hi. Yeah, Reverend Rally just says sometimes he send us money to the Western Union when our water has run out of the jars. I just see a message. Sometimes when our flower is just about to get out, I see a message and I, I say I'm encouraged to go to the same, to the next village. One day he sent me money when I was almost to the border of Kenya and Somalia. There were Muslim people who had converted to Christianity and I was looking for money to buy them Bibles. Men, I spoke in the new tongues. Hallelujah. What God is doing in Africa is awesome. God bless you. All the people's church family for giving your offering, giving your tithes and supporting overseas ministry. You don't know the good work you're doing. For this gospel to go to the next village it takes somebody to come out of his way and say, I might miss the next good thing, but let, is the, let this money go to evangelism. Amen. May God bless you and may God keep you. May God keep you and protect you. And when you will count your blessing one by one, you will live and say, Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, now, now for a few minutes I want to preach the word that the Lord gave me when I was coming from Africa. God told me, go and tell those people of America that this kingdom has never 
lost power. This kingdom is powerful. And today as we come out of this place, we shall break boundaries. We shall break limits. We shall believe in God again. You know, sometimes we can be pushed to the corner until we doubt of this God. Sometimes we can be pressed by illness and diseases and sicknesses until we doubt if there is God. I'm telling you, by the time we come out of here, even if you'll find yourself in the den of lion like Daniel, you will still say there is a God in heaven. Even if you'll find yourself with the last penny in your account, you will still look up to Jesus and say, you are my redeemer. Hallelujah. Because sometimes we, we make this kingdom like to lose power because of the situation that we find ourselves in. And we give the devil the, the opportunity to rejoice. But today we tell the devil, you will not reduce, you rejoice again. Because we know the one who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world. Hallelujah. One day I, I, I was praying to somebody who was very sick in the hospital. And uh, the, the, the families in, in uh, some of the families in Africa, they believe in tradition and witchcraft. And this person was very, very sick in the hospital bed. And the family concluded that they will take him from the hospital they take him to the witchcraft and to the witch doctors. But this guy was a believer. He told them, listen, even if I will die, let me die in Jesus. But don't carry me to take me to the gods of Baal. <laughs> let me die in Jesus. Let me die in Christ and we prayed with him. The next minute he was coming out of the hospital bed. Whole, whole, whole and alive. And he had Jesus in his life. Can you imagine if he could have gone to the devils and to the demons? Let us never doubt of our God. Another person in the same hospital in Africa, where I come from, they, they normally climb to the coconut tree to harvest, to harvest coconut and to harvest wine, coconut wine. This young man fell from a very tall coconut tree and he fell down. He had like bones and, and water and marrow separated, you know, his body. He was like a puppet. He was taken to the hospital. And uh, he was ailing. I remember I went to the hospital bed and I tried to pray with him and to beg with him, can you please receive Jesus? 
the family had a witch doctor next to him and he put him something like a charm on his hand. I told them, please, can we untie this charm and we pray to this man that his name can be written to the book of life, but the family declined. When I went to the next bed to pray, coming back, I heard them shouting, the guy is dead. I, I, I cried and I told God, I wish they gave an opportunity for this man to accept Jesus. Let us have Jesus in our life no matter what, no matter the challenges, in the mountain and down the valley, in health and in... Mm. Hallelujah. We need to have this God. And the reason why the, the people of the, of the Bible that, that we read today, they had a faith that was not compromised. And we don't want to talk of God of, 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 of Isaiah. We don't want to talk of the God of Jeremiah. We want to talk of the God of Reverend Larry. The God of Reverend Chosen. The Lord of your God that is performing. We have had enough of the God of Daniel. We want to hear of your God. Because the Lord who was is the one who is and is the one to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. I, I, I don't know how I will... I will start this message, but I'm feeling God is doing a new thing. Amen. Ah, hallelujah. Yeah, I just want you to open your Bibles with, uh, with me. Open your Bibles with me in the book of 1 Corinthians. First uh, Corinthians chapter number 4 and uh, verses number 20. God bless you, man. You can now sit down. You, I, I know I have enough photos. We'll make... No, just stay with the phone. Just stay with it. You're still working. You, you're still hired. <laughs> Amen. First Corinthians chapter number 4 and uh, verses number 20. Yeah, First Corinthians 4.20. I don't know who, who has the Bible and can read that. What does the Bible say? Your Bible says what? For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk but of power. My God. Mine say for the kingdom of God is not in words but in power. What does your Bible say? You know when you read such a word you will vibrate like a generator. Hallelujah. Amen. The kingdom of God is not in words. What we are having in our generation is just words. We are just talking, but the Bible says that the latter church, which is us, will be powerful than the former church. This kingdom 
is not only of the word. It is of power. Power to heal. Power to deliver. Power to restore. Power to build. Not only through saying. We just say that the blind can see. We don't want to say. We want to see the blind eyes opening. We are just saying that the, the deaf ears can open. We want to see in our generation deaf ears opening. Because this kingdom that we belong is not a kingdom of words. But is a kingdom of power. But for us to operate in a such a level, we must build a personal relationship with Jesus that we shall sacrifice our comfort zone. We shall sacrifice even our friends. We shall sacrifice even our company. When you get into such an operation, you'll not wait for the announcement of Tuesday prayer. You'll not wait on the announcement for Friday wherever. You will come by yourself. You say, I'm coming because I don't want just to say, I want to know you and the power that resurrected you. Yes. Hallelujah. You'll not, you'll, you'll not wait until when the church will, will plan for evangelism. You will have your Bibles with you in the marketplace. You will reach to the people. You will reach to the families. You will reach to the people to build. By the time you realize of this kingdom, you'll be walking in power. No mountain will be too high to climb. No valley will be too deep for you to walk. You will be able to speak and it will happen according according to the kingdom that you belong. But we must come out from the word to action. Hallelujah. Don't think for me to be in America now is a is a joke. It it, it takes it, it took the hand of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. The American embassy. You can just reduce a little bit. I can amplify it with my voice wherever is necessary. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. The embassy is still closed and my visa had expired. When the Lord told me that I'm sending you to America to go and talk of my kingdom of power, I took my phone and I called the embassy. I was very, I was very wise to change my English, not, not like of Africa, like to say, what's your name? My name is Peter, not Peter. In, Af- in Africa, they say Peter. Uh, Peter. 
They say, hey, that, that is a man who matters. What, what, what can we help you? I have a divine message upon the American brothers and sisters. And my visa has expired. And they told me, can you put your passport to the DHL? And I did. In five days, I had my visa. In the, in the requirement, they require bank statement, but I don't have my personal bank statement. All what I have is for the kingdom. But I told God, I don't want questions. I need to go. Because there's somebody who needs to hear of your word. There is somebody who needs to hear of this message. And today, here I am. Because the kingdom that we belong is a kingdom of power. When we believe, you shall, we shall walk in the corridors of power. We shall meet with the people who matters. Not, not because of our qualifications. Not because of our bank accounts. I can tell you maybe the gift that you'll give me today will be my first gift for an, a dollar. But I'm very happy. No matter how the size is, I thank God. For me, it's not about money. It's about taking the gospel to the people. Because the kingdom is about people. The kingdom is about people. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that this kingdom is not of words, is of power. So you need to walk in that power that will make you realize the manifestation of God. Hallelujah. Mark, Mark chapter number 10. Can you open Mark chapter number 10? Your, your, your translation is very, very good. Oh my God. Mark chapter number 10 and verses number 50. Can somebody read if you're there? I like to hear your English. Mine might, might be broken. Don't mind. <laughs> hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. What does the Bible say in Mark chapter number 10 and verses number 50? your translation says, sweetie? What does your um, say? Starting at 50. Mm -hmm. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Mm -hmm. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Mm -hmm. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, you know when we read this scripture of Bartimaeus, we just concentrate with that part that he shouted and cried. That one is not very, very important. The important part is that 
In those days of the Bible, if you were a beggar, you were given a garment or a coat, a kind of a thing that will identify that you are a beggar. And I will believe that they were given a garment that will identify them that he's begging from this line, from this city, or from this corridor. But the Bible says that when this man heard of Jesus, what came across his life was that the man that belongs to this kingdom of power is in the city. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And uh, he had some people that were always giving him handouts. He had some people that knew him before. And you know when people are helping you and they don't have a burden on you, sometimes they can get tired. Am I communicating to somebody? I believe that this blind man had reached a place where he knew this was an opportunity for me to meet with my maker. And the Bible says that when he heard and saw, because already as a blind man, he was able, he was able to see Jesus. Uh, This is another revelation. As a blind man, He was not able to see other things. He was not able to see other men. But because the man who carries power was in the avenue, he was able to see this is the man. And the Bible says that he removed the coat. He removed the garment and threw it away. Let me tell you, in this life sometimes, You have to take an action. You have to throw that coat of identity that people have given you. Some people are saying you are diabetic. That's a coat. Some people are saying that you have cancer. That is a coat. Some people are saying that you are so and so. That is a coat. But when Jesus is there, you need to take out the garment. Hallelujah. According to the law of the land, they were given a court to identify themselves. Let me tell you, we were born in poverty from a village where even the poor people, they were calling us poor. Can you imagine being being called poor by poor people? (laughs) My God. Praise the name of the Lord. In our house, rats could play drum sets. We had an identity that even there are some relatives of our family who will not allow us even to visit their place. But today, they request us, please can you come? They even offer to pay the air ticket. Because God is a game changer. (laughs) Rejoice not over me, my enemies, when I'm down. Because I rise again. 
Rejoice not over me when you see my marriage in turbulence or in trouble because we'll come back again. Rejoice not over me when you see me. I'm at my very end. I belong to a kingdom that changes stories. Today I can be walking, but tomorrow I can be driving on my own car. You can be giving me a rider, but you don't have to mock me. You don't have to talk about me because it's just a season. Hallelujah. It is just a season. You can be helping me. Please, don't talk against me behind my back. Because tomorrow, you can be ashamed to see what my God will do. Because, oh my God. The Bible says that Bartimaeus knew this was a time to tread in her failure and trouble. Because men could see him from a distance with a coat and a garment that they will identify. That gentleman is a beggar. The first action of faith was to take out that garment. Because God is changing the story. When people will look at you, they'll see a millionaire, but not a beggar. When people will look at you, they'll see an apartment owner, but not a renter. When people will look at you, God will change your story. But Myers threw the gown of identity and he ran to Jesus. In this kingdom, you must know what you want. You must know what you want. Because the Bible says when he ran to Jesus, the question was, what do you want? But the people that we have, they doesn't know what they want. They doesn't know what they want. But Myers did not talk about many. Did not talk about the shame. Did not talk about the rejection. Did not talk about the, the troubles. Because as a beggar and a blind man, there were some people who were offering to come and carry him in the morning. And to pick him in the evening. Sometimes they would let and it's raining. He didn't talk all about that. One thing he wanted was his sight restored. Because he knew that will be the beginning of his transformation. The kingdom of power and not of words. Can we read the last scripture? Can we read the last scripture? John chapter number five. I read from verse. Number seven. As I finish, so that we can pray. Are you ready for the miracle? Are you ready for the miracle? Amen. John chapter number five and verses number one. And let, let us not read number one. Let us read verses seven. John five seven. What does the Bible says? Uh huh. Sir, the disabled man answered, mm-hmm. I have no one, no one to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. Mm-hmm. But 
while I am coming, someone else goes down ahead of me. Verses 8. Get up. Jesus told him, pick up your mat and walk. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I just want to amplify and open your mind that you can know and understand of the kingdom that you belong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, when it is your turn, you don't have to go through the same cycle that others went through. (laughs) When Jesus shows up, you don't have to go through the same route. Other people might have gone through the, is it called a therapy? What is it called? Therapy. This is for cancer. It's called chemo, chemotherapy. Yeah. Hallelujah. But others may not take the same route. Their miracle can be instant. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says that, you know, it was a tradition in those days that the, the, the angel was coming only one time a year. And he would stir, stir the water. And the one who was first to jump in the pool will get well. That was the tradition and that was the culture. Now, this man who was still hanging around the pool, they are seeing somebody coming, but they did not identify who he was. And the Bible says that Jesus had a conversation with this gentleman who was a legend, who was a veteran, who had a history in that trouble and in that problem and he's asking him do you want to get well but now because he's still in the tradition and in the culture that it is impossible until I believe there was a sign maybe thunder or raining or there's something there was an atmosphere that was coming and they will know that the angel is coming to stare the water and this man could feel I don't think this is the timing. But one thing this man did not know is that he was talking with the man who matters. Hallelujah. There are men who matters even in our generation. There are men just with one phone conversation can change your story. There are men who can just decide. One time this man here sent me money that even I was, I was interrogated at the Western Union that uh, how comes it was a lot of money. Like even they, they were like, hey, they wanted to know the history. I just say, I cannot tell you the history. What I can tell you is a kingdom business. Is a kingdom business. Do you know him? Yes, I know him. He's my brother. Your brother? This American, yes. But we are bound together by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says that this man, 
this very man started to realize, I think, there is something unique happening. And he was told that you're now talking with, with him who matters. You don't even have to go to the water. Other people, they had to dive in and to come out wet. They walk when they are wet. But he was told, your story will be different. You just take your mat and go. <laughs> he was like, hey, are you serious? When they were still conversing, he realized that things were changing. What he couldn't do, he can now do. Other people were, were diving in and struggling and fighting and pushing each other. His turn came uniquely. Because he had an encounter with a miracle worker. May you have an encounter with your miracle worker today. He did not go the same route that others went. He did not dive. He did not struggle with anybody. He just told, take your mat and go. We belong to a kingdom of power. It is just us to understand who we are. If we will know, that's why the Bible says in the book of Daniel that those people who know their God, they will be strong. Not everybody, not the people who comes to church, not even the people who gives, not even the people who sing in the praise, not even the people who does whatever. But those people who knows the kingdom that they belong, the kingdom that they belong, the kingdom of power, they'll have power and they'll do exploit. The secret is to know. Let us stand up with our two feet.